Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. So I've decided to do a mini-sode about my new kitten, Johnny Depp, but don't worry, I'm not going to bang on about how cute he is, even though he is completely adorable. I'm not actually going to be talking about any of that side of it, because it turns out I'm going through quite the emotional roller coaster so far. And as I record this episode, I've had him just less than two weeks, but it feels like forever. He's actually given me a real scare the last few days as he hasn't been very well. And I actually had to send my manager at the coffee shop a message at five o'clock this morning to tell him I couldn't come in. Not something I do lightly and not what I was expecting to have to do so soon after getting this little guy. But long story short, he's been vomiting on and off since Tuesday. I'm recording this on Thursday. And last night, I cleaned up sick three times. Once at about two in the morning, then again at three in the morning, and then then again at 4.30 in the morning. So I decided that I needed to take him to the vet, who told me that he might have a blockage. In other words, he might have ingested something and may need an operation. And also, the vet casually told me it would cost between three and four thousand pounds, which basically gave me a heart attack. Because aside from the thought of this little kitten having an operation when he's only 13-ish weeks old, um, I didn't think for a minute that I'd be taking him to the vet within the first two weeks, let alone potentially paying £4,000 for him to have an operation. I think I'm in denial and I'm really hoping it's not going to come to that. Uh, but basically I have to see how he is in the morning. And at the moment he seems okay. He's, he is sleeping a lot and he hasn't eaten today. But when he's awake, he's still playing and kind of jumping around and being completely mental like he normally is. So at the moment, I think we're okay. So yeah, this is going to be a much more real chat about my experience of having a kitten so far and how it's making me feel. 
because it turns out that it's not simply a matter of just getting a kitten and isn't he amazing and everything's perfect and he's just fitting into my life and la 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 la. I'm actually going through quite a lot of emotions that I didn't necessarily anticipate. But I thought I could really relate it back to being single and child-free. Because if having a kitten has taught me one thing, or reminded me of one thing, it's how incredibly lucky I've been to have the freedom that I've had because of being single and not having children. So just to give you a little bit of history, I've always been a cat person, if you like, since I was a kid. We had several cats growing up, one in particular who was officially my cat. His name was Ebony or Ebby for short. And I had him from the age of about nine to 19. And I will never forget the day that he died, um, or rather we had to have him put down. And I was absolutely devastated. And we had a little funeral for him and we buried him in the back garden of the house that I grew up in. And I wept. And ever since then, I've thought of myself as a cat person, 100%. But until recently, it had never really occurred to me to actually get a cat. Not least because the flat where I live now is basically built for a hobbit. But when my sister got her cat, Biscuits, a couple of years ago, he just reminded me of how much I love them. And every time I see Biscuit, I'm just like, oh my God, I want one so badly. And that feeling is just built and built, particularly over the last year, to the point where I did a little bit of research about having a cat in a small space. And everything that I read said that cats are fine in small spaces as long as you give them plenty of love and attention and you play with them and they've got plenty of things to play with and things to scratch on. And anyway, I plan on him being an outside cat. As soon as he's old enough, I'm going to start letting him out. Uh, but then my neighbour and friend, Louise, um, who is getting one of JD's brothers, she told me that her sister-in-law's best friend had a pregnant cat. So that's when I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to do it and I'll work it out as I go along. And one of the main reasons that I wanted a cat is because I know how much joy animals bring into our lives. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm obsessed with all things woo and energy and vibration. And essentially, I'm very mindful of aiming to feel as good as I can, as much as I can, because we attract who we are rather than what we want. We attract whatever thoughts and subsequently feelings we're having. We magnetize the things to us that are vibrating on the same frequency as we are. And I knew that a kitten would definitely add to that and it would bring more joy into my life. But I'm not going to pretend that I put a huge amount of thought into what it would mean to get a kitten, really until the day I picked him up. And whereas Louise has done a ton of research and has been far more prepared than I have, and in fact, I didn't buy anything until the day I collected him, when I went to Pets for Homes and frantically bought all of the essentials. And it's not that I don't care, and it's not that I won't take the best possible care of this little guy. But since I started this podcast, I barely think about anything else when I'm not working, because the work that goes into producing two episodes a week is a lot. And so 
I guess at the moment I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants, to be quite frank. And so I wasn't perhaps as mentally or as practically prepared for getting a kitten as I might otherwise have been. So having a kitten, oh my God, it's like having a baby. I know it's not like having a baby, but it's like having a baby. I feel like I've brought this little creature home from the hospital rather than home from someone's house in Winchester, which is where I collected him from. And it's really odd because although I think he is the most divine little thing I have ever seen, I'm really going through some quite extreme emotions. And I think I'm having a bit of a reaction to suddenly having something in my life that is completely dependent on me. It feels like a really big deal. And it feels really odd, really, really odd. And I'm realising that it's going to take me quite some time to adjust because I honestly feel as though my life has changed beyond recognition, which I know sounds really melodramatic, but that is how I'm feeling at the moment. And it doesn't mean that I don't adore him. And it doesn't mean that I don't grin when he wakes me up in the morning with his cute little face shoved in my face. But Despite those things, I'm having, and this is going to sound so extreme and ridiculous, but I'm kind of grieving not having to think about anything or anyone whenever I choose to up and leave my flat and go for a walk or go shopping or whatever it may be. Suddenly, I've got to think about this little kitten and what I'm going to do with him. For example, I spend a lot of time at my sister's and I spent time there. We spent a night there the first week I had him and then a night there this week. And it's not a question anymore of just grabbing my bag and, you know, leaving my flat, getting in the car, blah, blah, blah. Now I have to gather up this little kitten, put him in his cat carrier, bring his food, bring some toys, you know, these things that I'm just not used to thinking about. And certainly now leaving the house to go to my sister's because I'm always going to take him there because I wouldn't want to leave him at home for a whole day. Um, it's become a thing. So it's quite strange. And the reason I wanted to just talk about this on today's mini-sode is because I wanted to say to you guys something that I've said on this podcast 10 million times. We are so lucky we don't have kids. And of course, it doesn't mean that having kids isn't great, but they are a huge responsibility. And if having a kitten is making me feel like this, then imagine what our lives would look like with a baby. It's just really been such a wake-up call to me of what it's like to be responsible for something else, some other little creature. And while this may sound crazy to anyone listening who does have kids, to me it's a very alien feeling. And when you are so used to being independent and suddenly you're not as independent as you were, it's a pretty big shift. And so it's it's really, truly made me realise more than ever how bloody lucky I am to not have the responsibility of actual tiny human beings. So yeah, getting a kitten has only highlighted to me how grateful I am for the freedom that I have in my life. 
because although he is dependent upon me now, he's a cat and he's going to get bigger. And cats, as we know, are pretty low maintenance and pretty independent. But the point I want to make is that if a kitten can make me feel all kinds of weird and almost a little bit claustrophobic in the sense that he's reliant on me, then imagine what it'd be like to have a baby. For starters, this kitten will not let me sleep. And in the, in the just less than two weeks that I've had him, I don't think I've had more than three or four hours sleep a night. He turns into a devil at around 10pm, which is normally around about the time I start going to bed. And as soon as I turn the light out, he literally starts leaping all over my bed, burrowing under the duvet, scratching, biting, jumping into my face. It's, it's bonkers. And since I've had him, I've done the least work on this podcast in the whole time that I've been doing it. I feel so behind and yeah, that's, that's slightly stressing me out. But anyway, but what is hilarious is that when he's asleep during the day, because God knows he barely sleeps at night, I find myself thinking like, right, excellent, he's asleep. And I'll start crazily doing stuff that I need to do for the podcast or, you know, the million and one other things I do. And it makes me laugh because it's like when a new mum when her baby is asleep and she's like, okay, what do I need to get done? It feels like the same thing as that. It's crazy. So I think when we have those moments when we're perhaps feeling a bit low about being single and not having children, it's very easy to completely disregard the other side of that coin and make those things amazing in our minds, which is, of course, they can be. But I think we can almost take the concept of freedom and independence a bit for granted. I think we can forget how lucky we are to have those things. Really lucky. And actually, another unanticipated aspect of having a kitten is the guilt that I now feel every time I go out. And when I'm in the coffee shop, I'm standing there thinking, oh my God, I hope he's okay. And sort of when I leave him, when I leave for work in the morning and I sort of, I'm about to shut the door and I just see this little, sort of little sad little face looking at me and I just, I can't stand it, it just breaks my heart. So yeah, I, I, I sort of hadn't thought about that side of it. You know, I, I wasn't expecting the guilt. And now I feel like I, I can, to a certain extent, understand what my sisters and my friends have been saying all these years. I'm sure any mums listening are kind of rolling their eyes going, you just have no idea. And yes, I I acknowledge I don't really have any idea, but this is the closest I have to compare it to. And then the hilarious thing is that now, rather than doing my sort of lovely leisurely walk home from work along the river, I'm practically sprinting home the fastest route because I'm just dying to check that he's okay. So yeah, I tell you, you're lucky that you're child-free because I feel like I'm not anymore. And a part of me wants to cry about that. A part of me is feeling really quite restricted and a little bit discombobulated. And whilst I know I'll get used to it and I know that he'll bring me so much joy, there are other sides to it. So this weekend, be grateful that you don't have a baby to look after or a kitten for that matter. And please enjoy the freedom of coming and going exactly as you please. Don't take it for granted because it's a luxury. 
And it's a luxury that we all need to enjoy every day. We need to remember to acknowledge it for the amazing privilege that it affords us because it really, really does. So those are my thoughts about getting a kitten. I hope in some way this has been helpful. So I will see you back here on Tuesday for the normal Tuesday episode. And in the meantime, have a fabulous weekend. Bye.